Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter, that is Connor and we talk about movies on this show. This episode is the winner of the last Patreon vote. Every month our patrons get to pick between four films and this... What was the theme for this month actually? I can't remember what... Uh, was it Vault Picks? It was Vault Picks, you're right. What is The Vault, you might ask? Look at all the plugs are flying thick and fast at the start of this show. The Vault is something on Patreon where everyone in the $5 tier gets to submit movies to a watch list. It's kind of like, you know, here's a to-do list for movies on the show. And every so often we'll pick one, or in this case we picked four of them and put them into a vote for our patrons, which they get every month. And the winner was My Neighbor Totoro. So this is what we're going to do. So this is the first Miyazaki film I've done here. Hiyo Miyazaki. Uh, first studio. I always say Ghibli, but I believe the correct pronunciation is actually Ghibli. Yeah, I never know. Yeah, I, I, I hear it said both ways so often that I don't think anyone cares anymore. Yeah, I'm Team Ghibli. I think I this, this falls under the GIF and GIF for me. I just I think the hard G sounds better, so I'm going with it. See, it's with with GIF. I agree, even though the you know fr- from a linguistic point of view, it makes sense to go with the the soft G. This one's a bit different because it's you know, for a foreign language, so I, I, I assume it's a little. The rules are a bit different. Why does it make sense for for GIF to go with the soft G? It just does to me. But it stands for graphics. Yeah, but it was designed with the the, the soft G, right? When when they were talking about it. So. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the creator of it's an idiot though, so that's fine. That, that's fair. <laughs> it stands for graphics. It's a hard G, damn it. It's my yeah. stats. Um, so anyway. <laughs> Nice little tangent to start off on. Uh, so this is our first Miyazaki film, and uh, we're going to talk about We'll start spoiler-free, as we always do. We'll give you warning before we go into spoilers. Uh, but uh, that, is, that is what we're going to do. So, uh, My Neighbor Totoro is probably one of the more, and you know, I, I use this term loosely here, as one of the more grounded Miyazaki films I've seen. I've seen a few of them, and this is one that I've seen before. And I say grounded because it's actually set in Japan. It's not set in some mystical fantasy land or you know some f- mystical future land or something like that. It's this this sort of present day for the time Japan in the countryside. It's very very dirty. It's about two two young girls. Uh, their mother's sick and in the hospital. Their father's just moved them out to these this this sort of farmland, and they're trying to adjust to this new life. And they're kind of worried about their mother coming home. And of course, they eventually meet and discover uh, their neighbor, Totoro as the title would suggest, who is a big cat-like entity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cat-like. I'm not, I'm not sure if I get a cat vibe from... It's definitely a cat thing. I've got I've got backup material for this. <laughs> That's fair. I'm just, you know, at first glance, I wouldn't go with cat. You're not going to dispute the bus, though, right? Oh, no, the bus is definitely a cat bus. Right. Yes, yeah, good, right. No, grounded. No, no, no disputing on that. Grounded, still. I, I know it's yeah. a cat bus, but grounded. Uh, so and that's that's kind of the film, and it's got a very simple plot. Uh, it's, it's short; it's like 85, 90 minutes. And it's not yeah. a, it's not a long time. Uh, so this is your first time watching this, so I will ask you the question, Connor. Did you enjoy My Neighbor Totoro? And is yeah, the song but, from the end still stuck in your head? I mean, given that I finished watching it about ten minutes ago, yeah, of course it is. Totoro, Totoro. <laughs> ask me again in three days; it'll probably still be there. Probably, yeah. So you enjoyed it then. I did, yes. Uh, you know, not not the the first of the, the Ghibli movies I've watched, but for some reason, this is probably the the, the biggest, most famous. But for some reason, uh, I just not got to this one before. I don't know if it's the most famous. I think Spirited Away is taking that crown. Okay. I mean, I, I just uh, you know I think you know Taro is kind of their their mascot, so it's kind of ingrained in the brand. Oh, that's fair. I I think 
I, I think it probably was before Spirited Away came out, but I feel like Spirited Away kind of... Like, I remember that breaking into, like, the Western audience, even though, like, they didn't typically do that at the time. I, I remember as a kid seeing that advertised, but I don't know... I didn't, I'd never heard of Ghibli before that. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I don't know. Well, I've I mean, seen I'm, that one, admittedly. Admittedly, I never even uh, really knew what Ghibli was after those adverts. It wasn't until I was older and I discovered these things, but I knew Spirited Away. Like, I recognised that movie. Yeah, I was yeah, like, no, yeah. that makes sense. I remember that coming out, uh, and I always got it confused as well. From like before I saw it, I always like had this weird memory problem where I confused it with uh, uh, there was like a horse movie. Was it Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron or something like that? It can't sound familiar. It was something like that. I had Spirit in the title though, and that's what confused me. I always remember these two different animated movies, and I, I can never remember which one was which. Spir- sure, but... <laughs> Spirited Away is not the one with the horse. No, it, it's definitely not. It's got lots of other things in it, but not a horse. No, <laughs> not a horse. Uh, that have big, weird cat-looking things in it. Which is what this movie has. It does, uh, it does. No, it's funny, because I feel like people come into this, if, you, if you're familiar with our show and you, you, you come and hear our opinions on a lot of things and you know us fairly well at this point, you probably are curious as to where I stand on these movies. This one in particular, because I'm not typically someone who enjoys uh, anime is the word. But I often have trouble referring to Ghibli's anime in the strictest sense. And I know it technically is because it's Japanese animation, right? If you're, if you're going yeah. with the loosest, broadest definition, sure, it fits. But it's not really what I think of when I think of anime. I think uh, when you think of anime, you think of the, the big giant concepts, right? And they get unwieldy and messy. Even, even, the, even the animation style, I don't think this... It's not what I think of when I think of anime. It's definitely Japanese. Like I see the Japanese yeah, okay. style, but you know this does not look like what I imagine when I, you know, when I close my eyes and see anime, I see like some stupid moment from Dragon Ball Z. I don't see this quiet, you know, it's quite a cheap anime, really. Uh, sure, but just this quiet drama that's you know in the countryside about these two daughters dealing with their mother being sick. It's actually quite a down to earth drama. What you know before you get to the big cat bus, <laughs> the other stuff that's. In it. You keep have to say that before you get to the cat bus. Well, that's when it all goes out the window, and all of a sudden you're in cuckoo land. Yeah, yeah, no, can't argue with that. Uh, if it indeed is real, and I'm sure we'll get to spoilers, we'll be talking about uh, our interpretations of the film, because there's definitely some interpretations to have. Uh, and I've got a fun one that I found online as well that we're going to talk about. Oh, you've been doing digging. Uh, I, I did a little bit of digging. I was curious, because it was because like when it comes to movies like this, I always wonder like, oh, is there some like maybe some ja- Japanese folklore that maybe like we wouldn't get, like you know, that they, they would like give it a different spin, because, but we wouldn't think of that because we just don't mm-hmm. know about it. Uh, so I, I looked, I looked up, I found an interesting, interesting thing. Uh, it's a pretty okay. popular theory about the film, but you know, I assume you don't know it just because you've not seen it before. I didn't know it. Uh, you know, this is one where I'm familiar with the vague concept. You know, I I know roughly what it's about. I I, I know of the the creature designs, hmm. but you know, I, I didn't know the nit gritty. So, but no, I, I like the movie. I actually think it's probably my favourite Ghibli film that I've seen. Probably because it is the the, the most down to earth one. Where and even though you do have some extreme concepts that come into play to an extent. They they are very like they represent something. I can analyze them. I can talk about what they what they mean, and I can even debate where whether or not they're actually real or if they're just the kids dealing with what's going on. You know, is this just a coping mechanism for them dealing with everything they're going through? Uh, so you know, I, I actually this one works the most for me uh, out of all the ones I've seen. That not makes that, sense. Not that I dislike the rest. I mean, Spirited Away was pretty good, but there's a couple that I, I wasn't really 
into either one. Which, which ones do you not, you not really like that much? There's one I can never remember remember how to pronounce. Uh, it's like, the first word I can't pronounce. It's like the Valley of the Wind after, though. Oh, okay. Another one you're on about. Yeah, that, that did nothing for me. Um, I've not seen that one, admittedly. Uh, Hello's Moving Castle was whatever. Yeah, I, I, I quite like that one. Yeah, it's surprising. I thought I feel like that one should play into your steampunk sensibilities. You would think, but I don't know. I don't know. It just it, it didn't. It play didn't for work me. for you. Oh, um, fair there was one I saw actually in the theaters uh, a few years ago. I'm forgetting what it was called though. It was it was a it was about a fish. <laughs> I remember seeing uh, you know adverts at the time. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like a girl in a, a fish pet that she sort of befriended. Ponyo. Yeah, that was it. I was going to say, it definitely began with a P. Yeah, so that was fine. It was kind of like, I felt like it was like doing some of the same beats that this had already done. So, ironically, how you feel about a lot of recent Pixar movies then? Okay, fine enough, yeah. Joe, I never actually, I remember seeing on TV the first like 30 minutes of Kiki's Delivery Service, and I thought that was not bad from what I've seen, but I've never went back and finished it. But it seemed like a fun movie from what I did see. Because uh, actually, I think the, I think the the animation in this is pretty good. I I, I, I like it's how fantastic. it I like how it handles with wind and uh, impact. Like whenever, for example, Toto at one point jumps, and the way that the, the, it blows like the hair and the skirts back of the girls. And no, you're right. It's the fabric physics essentially. Yes, yes the physics. Yes, <laughs> not necessarily well, realistic yeah, that's physics. They, yeah, but, that's how they yeah. refer to it in the engine when they're animating it. Oh sure, yeah, but it's not even necessarily realistic physics. It's just it's just really dynamic physics. Like yeah. I'm into it. Like uh, the trees are reacting. The, the, the everything's reacting. It's great. Even at one point in the rain, there's a fa- I mean, the most famous scene in the movie is the bus stop with the rain and umbrellas, and you know you got all the all the drips of water and all that. It looks really good. Um, and yeah, so no, I, 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 think, I think it works. I love the music. I think it's just fantastic score. Yeah, the music's pretty good. No, I, I would. And, uh, you know, that. Not even including that end song, which is just going to be stuck there for for a, you know a good week or two. Oh yeah, the end song's probably my least favorite part of the music. No, it's bad. It's just it's really in your face and like listen to it's, this song. It's, it's really what I expect from anime. It's probably the most anime thing about this movie. Yeah, is I feel like you'll you'll get a movie and then you'll just get like a random metal song at the end or something. Hmm. Like it'll just be just really brash in your face all of a sudden. I, I would describe this movie as a. Is a coming of age movie where the characters aren't actually ready to come of age yet. Yeah, that works. Because a lot of it, I think, is about them. Like, they kind of have to grow up faster than they're supposed to because their mother's sick and they have to help their dad. But really, they're too young to actually do that, so they shouldn't, and they should kind of hold on to their childhood yeah, a little bit longer. Especially the older child. Yeah, and that's kind of what what total. Because yeah, she's trying to be really. Uh, mature. She's trying to be helpful, and she's she's the one making the the lunches and stuff. And it's like, well, I mean, you look eight. <laughs> like, yeah. You're not old enough to be doing this. Not really. No, definitely not. So no. Uh, so that so that stuff works quite well, I think. Um, characters are good. The designs are pretty good. Music's good. Uh, yeah, I have little to fault. Like I feel like uh, one of my concerns with animation sometimes is I I often find that. It struggles with pacing with me. Like I feel like it'll go through too much plot too fast. I actually don't think this does that at all. I feel like it takes its time introducing the characters. Totoro doesn't even show up into the movie until about thirty minutes into it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good third of the way through. Yeah, it spends time introducing you to the two girls and the father and how close they are. So no, uh, I think it's kind of touching. I think there's, it's nice that there's some subtext to read into. 
but I think that pretty much wraps up the spoiler-free section yeah, of so. this. So we'll talk about spoilers. and So full spoilers, and I think obviously the what we're getting at is that T- Totoro is kind of this way to cope, this, this childhood like almost imaginary friend perhaps if he doesn't if he if he really doesn't exist because when the dad hears about him he, he doesn't like he understands that this is important to them whether it's real or not like they mm. need this to like kind of get through what they're going through and he just like no nah, he gives them this explanation oh you must have saw like a you know a forest creature who you know a spirit who only is seen when when he wants to be seen and that's okay that's why you can't see him right now uh, and he, he shows up, and I think it's really notable to me that when he obviously May finds him early on, the younger sister, yeah. and, and the Which trees. I, I think is important, to, you know, in terms of it representing you know the the childhood side of things. Yeah. And you know the you know, the older one is already kind of trying to be the adult, so she doesn't see it straight away. No, and I think it's interesting. What I was getting at is that when she sees it first, and they both see it, is at the bus stop because they go to get their dad. Like they're like, oh, dad's getting home from work. He's going to be on the bus, so they go. Yeah, bring him, bring in the umbrella because it's raining. Yeah, and he, the bus comes and he's not there, and you think, oh god, what happened to dad? And it's when they feel like, lonely standing there on the rain, and they're worried that their dad's not coming. No, it turns out he's just on the next bus. He's just, he's, just, he's a little bit later. He's on the next bus. We, we yeah. see him in five minutes. It's fine, but it's when they feel kind of alone and scared out in the rain, where Totoro kind of like just shows up beside them, and. They give him an umbrella, and you know we get the big stomp and all the rain coming down, and then the cat bus shows up. And I, I like the over-the-top sci-fi sound effect on the door of the cat bus. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's, it's very much like you get a, on a on a spaceship door yeah. opening. And Totoro gets inside, and the cat goes off, and my it, favorite it runs de- off with all its legs. My favorite detail might be the fact that the there's actually headlights coming out of its eyes. Yeah, do you know what I really like about it is is a. Uh, it's not just on the direction of the bus the headlights are. It's if when it turns its eyes, you know, yeah, to, yeah. to look, the, the headlights move as well. Exactly, yeah. It, it looks really good. Uh, so I don't think that's a coincidence. And then the fact that we, we see Totoro again when May eventually goes missing. I mean, we see him before that. We see him, you know, when they get up at night and, like, they, they grow the, 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 the acorns and the trees. But again, and... you know, that was after a story of... Oh, you know, the, she keeps sitting by them and they're not growing and, you, yeah. know, it's, you know, waiting for it to, to, to grow. And then, okay, well, here we go, something to come and help it along. Yeah, uh, and uh, but then later on, it's when May goes missing, eventually, it's actually the, the first time in the movie, actually, where uh, Satsuki sees, a, sees him on her own. Because up until that point, it's always been with her little sister. This is the first time she sees her mom when she's worried about her sister. And like she's went missing because she's upset that her mom's... Because they were promised that her mom was coming back from the hospital for the weekend. But now she won't because she's got a cold. And they're concerned because, you know, when she first went away, they, they tried to write it off as, oh, it's just a cold, she'll be fine. But now she's been in hospital yeah. for... And and they don't long. know that it was just a cold at this point because all, all they got was a, you know, they got a telegram going, hey, you know, phone the hospital, it's important. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that makes them worried and... That's when we she sees Totoro and Totoro helps her and obviously we get the, the flying in the sky and all the rest of it, cat bus, uh, which takes them to May and then takes them to the hospital, which is which is kinda of the end of the movie and they leave the acorn on the on the windowsill. Um and obviously the mother like says, Oh, I thought for, for a second there I thought I saw her daughter's eyes, you know, out there on the tree. Yeah. Now do you want me to bring in the other theory, the the popular dark theory to this movie? <laughs> Go on. The dark theory. All right, so I've got this from a, an article on Kotaku, although I'm sure it's many, many places. Uh, so, Totoro might be the god of death. Okay. <laughs> it might be god of death. So, yeah. 
So I'm reading this from Kotaku. Uh, God of this. So the persons that can see Totoro are actually close to death or already dead. Uh, what that means for the story is that when Mei goes missing and uh, the sandal is found in the pond, Mei actually drowned. When Satsuki is asked about the sandal, she cannot face the truth and lies about it not being Mei's sandal. So Satsuki goes on a desperate search for Totoro, calling for him, and actually opens up the door to the realm of the dead herself. So she basically commits suicide. Uh, <laughs> With Totoro's help, she finds her dead sister and they together go to their mother's hospital. There, the only one who can actually uh, see her and notice them is the mother, who is actually close to death herself. And that's why it's like a spiritual thing where the corn's I left mean, in the window. Just to discount that as to she's the only one that can see them, mm -hmm. the only other person in the room is the father and he has got his back to the window. So That is fair. That is you, you know, why, why would he see them? But we're not done yet. Uh, in the ending scene, Satsuki and Mei don't have shadows, uh, some say. Uh, I think it's debatable if that actually means anything, but, you know. But... I think there's only a handful of times where I really notice the shadows, yeah. personally. But, but maybe it... that's just me not noticing them in general. Theory doesn't stop there, though. There's a famous murder case called the uh, Sayama Incident, uh, and Totoro takes place in the Sayama Hills, in which two sisters turned up dead. The story goes that one of the girls said she saw a cat apparition before committing suicide. Uh, however, this is apparently believed to be an urban legend. I was maybe attached to this theory to try and give it a bit more credibility. Uh, and it's worth mentioning, Ghibli have flat out denied this. They're like, no, don't say these dark things about our movie. Like, we do. And all I can think is that Miyazaki sitting in a room somewhere just going, yes, I snuck in all this dark shit into the movie. Well, see, it, this is interesting because, you know, this is one where I'd not seen, but I knew some of the history of. Yeah. And I know for him, this was somewhat autobiographical. Where... When he was younger, his mother was ill. Oh, okay. And I know in interviews he said, you know, he had to make this about two girls because if it was two boys, he wouldn't have been able to do it because it would have been too close to home. Too close to home. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, something else here is that both the names for the daughters actually both mean May, like, as in the month of May. I mean, May, M-E-I is kind of obvious, but uh, yeah. Satsuki also means May in Japanese. Um, and... Uh, that's often referred to as a thing in Japan called the May Blues because their work and school year start in April. So May is like the most depressing time of the year where everyone's like really depressed. So, and while that may not lead to the whole, you know, God of Death thing, it does actually tie in with the idea that this movie is about dealing with depression and the kids sort of dealing with their own, like they're almost their first bout of depression. Yeah, I think, I that, think young. that is undeniable. Yeah. That, that part of it. I, you know, I think the death thing might be reaching a little it's a nice theory don't oh don't get me wrong I, i'm not i'm not uh like you know planting my flag and saying i believe this i i will say though i i'd like parts of it i do kind of like the part about like no me actually drowned i mean i say i like i don't necessarily want me to die that's not what i'm saying i'm saying there is like a sort of sad bittersweet spirituality to it if, if that's kind of what happened here but See, I don't think it is. Don't, don't get, don't. Do, do you know the, the, the stuff that, that makes it weird for me is mm. when they get back and, you know, they go and hug the, the, they the, do. the, the old woman. You know, everything's normal. Everyone can see them. You know, they're not, they don't seem very dead. I, I agree. It's, it's one of these things. It's, it's one of these things where the, some people just really like this theory. So they've really been going with it for the last if, couple uh, of decades. To, to, to borrow from from Legion recently, they've uh, they've, they've picked their, their theory and they're mm. discounting anything that doesn't work. Um, honestly, I, I think it's, I think if you want to believe this theory, if this is what the film says to you, I think it works. I, I don't think you can, 
say to someone, oh, that last scene, because they run to Granny, disproves it, like, okay, so the girls are now in, like, a death realm, and this is just kind of, like... I guess it just makes it yeah. harder for me to, to buy the theory when there's tangible connection with them with other people after all of that. Yeah. If the last we saw of them was on the tree, sure, absolutely. Yeah. I'd go well, I mean, it's not a stretch to think that Granny's close, close to death, I mean... No, but the, the, <laughs> the, the kid's there as well, isn't he? Behind them. Ah, maybe get hit by a truck. And he was riding his bike, looking for me. Get hit by a truck. He's dead too. <laughs> sure. Why? They're not? all dead. It's just the dad. The dad's on his own. He's just been left. Everyone around him is dead. Sure. Why? Why not? <laughs> Look, I just thought it was interesting. I thought it'd be interesting no, no, to talk I, about. I, I think it is interesting. I, I don't agree with it, but I think it's There's interesting. Also, with this article, there's a great image of someone's done of Totoro looking like a scary monster because he's the god of death. He's got all these teeth and he's got red eyes. Did anyone hand him a scythe? <laughs> no, he's still holding the umbrella, but he's got like proper Wolverine-looking claws in the other hand. <laughs> okay. And also, there's blood dripping from his mouth. Uh, I want the horror movie version of Totoro. <laughs> of course you do. This is great stuff. Uh, so no, um, but no, I thought that was interesting. I, I, I think it's it's more likely that that I mean, it doesn't necessarily explain the the the, the you know the corn getting there. Like if if it's not real, right? Like I mean. Mm. If, if that's really there, then they somehow got to the hospital together. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the, they could have just gone walked there, you know. I could have. Yeah. And, and I think, ultimately, it's it's fine if it's just real and these things are there. It's a fairy tale, essentially. Hmm? So, it, it's okay if they're just... Okay, there are there is a cat bus that took them there. As much as I like that, I think the, the film connoisseur in me to get really uh, pretentious for a second, likes the idea that it's not real and likes the idea that it is just all representation for what they're going through and how they're I, coping with it. I mean, it. because it is very fairy tale esque it can be both. It can be, it's real, but it's only, it's it's a physical manifestation of what they're feeling. Yeah, it, it can be real, it cannot be real, it can be the god of death and everyone's dead. Sure. All, all, all are valid. All are valid options if you want to go down those paths. They are. They are. I suppose. <laughs> I, need more, I need to do more reading on this death one. I'm not convinced. <laughs> also, when on the tree at the end, the cat bus is also kind of like hunched up in the tree next to them. Kind of like he's got a vested interest. He wants to know what's going on. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you you ran all the way there. I think you want to know what's going on, right? Cat, so, yeah. Cats are nosy bastards. See, I thought you'd be all for this death theory because you hate cats, whereas you're actually arguing that the cats are noble here and the cats are heroes and doing the right thing. Cat bus is a goddamn beacon of light and hope. I I don't, like, hate cats. I mean, okay, I don't like them very much. But <laughs> that that's not the point for, of, of what they represent in the movie. You know, re- representing mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the depression and, you know, and, and the, the struggling to grow up and, and you know, the... The, the essentially the the clinging to childhood, I like all of that. Yeah, well, the, the cats don't represent a depression. The cats are the cheery thing to break them out of the depression. No, no, I know, but it's 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 a representation of the fact that they are suffering. Is what I mean by that. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the coping mechanism, but yeah. the cats themselves don't and, represent and that's fine suffering. Because even though I don't like cats, other people do. And I clearly, see people, and, and clearly these girls like cats. Aye, smart little girls. They'll, they'll grow up to be. Uh, contributing valuable members of society. I mean, I don't know about that. 
I bet they are doing making big waves in the political world right now. They're they're out there changing the world now. These two girls will be a couple of years older than us, and they'll be changing the world. Be I mean, maybe who knows? We'll, changing lives. We'll, we'll, we'll never know. Changing lives with their cat bus. <sighs> uh, how do you change the world with a cat bus? Usually, like Santa's sleigh and get around the entire planet to do all your secret little missions. They're doing covert operations uh, to improve the world. T taking out uh, an alt right group here, a uh, 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 militia I group here. I would watch this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll be called Mayday. <sighs> of course. And the, and the two maids go around the the world. Yeah, on the magic cat bus. On the magic cat bus. Now, I, to to go back to the start of the movie, I, I do want to kind of again compliment how it takes its time introducing the the, the yeah. characters and how they get to this house, and it's kind of like interesting. And you've you've got the the moldy pillar that which you know at one point they almost knocked down the entire porch and they're like oh no let's just balance this back. And yeah, again, yeah. it's a delicate balance of life and the idea that if they just tumble, they'll all go spiraling and. Like this won't work. They'll all be depressed. They'll all fall apart. Yeah. And, and you have then the the introduction of the the fantasy side of things with the dust mites. Yes, 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 yes. Interestingly, the the subtitles and the the English audio dialogue were both vastly different for them. What one was like soot demons, and the other one was uh, dust bunnies or something like dust that. Dust bunnies, soot gremlins. Soot gremlins. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Both yeah. well, they different. But but you know again it was this idea that you know uh, once you know Granny comes along it's like hey you can see them because you're kids and and I think it's interesting that they kind of go away over the movie for a lot un until towards the end again where you see them mm -hmm. when uh, you you see them again properly when uh, Sasuke's going through the tunnel to to find Totoro at the end yeah yeah and uh, they're, they're pretty much gone until that point until as you know as, as she's you know not really being very childlike for most of the movie. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, obviously at the end, like we find out, oh no, the mum's fine, she actually does just have a cold, so she's not been let out at the weekend, and yeah. she'll be home at some point I soon. mean, she's still ill with whatever she has, but... Yeah, but we see if you if you pay attention to the credits, you actually get like still images of like her coming home, and the the daughter's welcoming her back, and various other things. Also, apparently, like... Like an all girls like baseball team versus an all boys baseball team at the school at one point. Like I noticed that image stood out to me because it was just so different. It was like okay, uh, yeah, just just saying hey, well, you know, life goes on. Life life goes on. They're, they're doing things. This is an opportunity. They should have actually had the, the girls growing older in the, the credits and these still images. And then the mm. last you know image of them is like them holding mini guns or something like that. <laughs> out of the cat bus. the mini guns. <laughs> There's something about someone who's far too small to hold a minigun holding a minigun that really really works for me. I, I can't argue with it. Miniguns improve most things. I'm not sure miniguns improve this one, though. <laughs> oh, come on. A few turrets on the cat bus, I think, with a... Just lighten okay, it up. Okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> well, what can I say? Uh, cat war bus. Not just cat bus. Cat war bus. I think that'd be a an interesting concept to base a movie around. Uh, just, uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, it's got a very consistent sort of uh, color palette. It's it's very kind of lush. 
sort of slight watercolouring, but not like too extreme where it's all kind of like washed out. You know, it's got a very kind of yeah, lots of greens, of course, and variations yeah. apart. Greens and that, yeah, that, that sort of greeny blue. Yeah, I, I think also the animation of like uh, mouths. Whenever May like screams about something, and you just see like the entire mouth open or tongues going, and you see the it's very expressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very expressive. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, but all, almost overly expressive for a stylistic choice because as much as this is grounded, it still kind of amps up a few things here or there to it's, get, it's, give it the emotion. No, you're right because a, a lot of the the animation plays very naturally, right? It, it, it plays very realistically. Even the unreal elements like Totoro and the cat bus still feel like they have a grounded design to them. And then it, you know, to to some extent, they they interact with the world in in, in all the same ways. Yeah, the cat bus with ten legs. Right, right, but I mean, you know, in terms of the way it interacts as the, in the animation, yeah, it still behaves in the same way as everything else. It, but then you do have like when the mouth is open really wide, that it goes very you know cartoony it, it, to, to use that, and it it feels unnatural compared to the rest of the style. I think it works because it typically only does it with the kids. Yeah, uh, it's the idea that they are kind of like more boisterous and expressive and it is because because what i mean is even when totoro opens his mouth you know really widely it it still fits his face whereas when the kids do it it often feels like the face stretches right okay yeah so you know it, it feels like it, it almost breaks its own rules a little bit when it does that but again i think that's tied into the idea that to a kid everything their imagination is everything everything's bigger than more grandiose yeah. than it actually is uh, so I go with the idea of their imagination, con- you know, conjuring up Totoro and his, yeah, his little yeah. little friends in the cat bus. Um, there's just lots of little things like that because I, I think you feel the adventure when they're like they're running through the house at the start and they're chasing the dust mites mm. all around the house. Um, which by the way, if you've got like arachnophobia, I feel I mean they're not spiders, but they look enough like spiders in this scene. Do you think? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, a swarm of spiders, I think. Because the way they all kind of move together, like a swarm. Like, dust mates don't actually... <laughs> I get that, but, I, you know, they, they I didn't get, like, a, a legs feeling. Like, you know, the, the, for, for a lot of people with the spiders, it's the way they move. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, I they don't have a like They, they, they so. felt more like they were rolling to me. Uh, rolling and blowing rather than scuttling. Eh? I just, it was it was the way that they were all together and they moved in a mass that gave me the kind of the the, the swarm of spiders kind of feel. Okay, interesting. Anyway, it never crossed my mind. May not affect anyone. I don't care. I'm not a arachnophobic. Yeah. Not me either. I'm just saying, like when I saw it, I thought, nah, like the little girl at four wouldn't run towards this. This is to a four year old. This is terrifying shit. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Because they're like covering the entire wall, and the entire wall's moving. Are these dust mates? So like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not walking towards that. I'm not scared of it unnaturally. I'm just, but I'm not walking towards that. It's funny, uh, you know. I, you know, it was just mentioned. I'm not, I'm not scared of spiders. I jumped out of my skin at one about ten minutes before we started recording. Oh, right. I went away to get a drink. I came back and sat down. And as I sat down, I noticed one was come down from the ceiling. It was dangling like here in front of my face. <laughs> and it wasn't that it was a spider, it was just, oh shit, there's something in front of my face as I sat down. I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> my god, it shit me up. <laughs> yeah, that, that spider that was on the loose on, on a review like a month ago was still, still on yeah, the trail. Yeah, I lost, I lost that. Yeah. And I never saw it again, and it's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just had babies somewhere. There's just tons yeah, of. Yeah, doesn't bother me. 
I see, sp- yeah, there's, there's, uh, there, there tends to be a few spiders in the room. There was one on the ceiling, uh, you know, yesterday that I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to leave it. Mm-hmm. Get rid of any flies or anything else. Uh, they don't bother me. Yeah, so, I mean, that's my name, Toro. It's, it's actually a very simple plot. It's, you know, they're worried it about is, their mum. Yeah. Uh, they're excited that she's coming home for the weekend. They want corn to make her feel better. And then she can't come home. They get worried. May runs off. She gets lost. And then Satsuki goes right after her. And we get the Magic Cat Bus adventure. And it turns out her mum's okay. You know, it, the whole movie's about them worrying about it when it turned out it was going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it was, very, it was... it's very late on actual plot, is I guess what I'm saying. There's not actually a lot of big things that happen in terms of... No, you're right. And in, in the same way, they over-exaggerate all the, you know, the expressive features and, mm. you know, it, it, it's, you know, they, they, they over-worry, you know, about what, what's actually going on. Yeah. So, no, I, I think it's clear that this is a personal film. It's, it's not <laughs> one that's there to be the big, like, spectacle and, and whatever else, even if you do have a cat bus. Um... And even if you do think that they're all dead, I still think it's a personal film. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, there's no way that this wasn't made with, with emotion. No, there's emotion in not. there. Uh, so, no, but that's, uh, that's been able to talk about. So I guess we'll rate the film uh, out of 10. So what were you giving it? Uh, I think I'll go with a, an 8.5 for now. Hmm. Uh, solid 8 for me. Solid 8 for me. I, I feel like... It's my favourite Ghibli film, which means that people are screaming at their screens right now, because like, what, well, your favourite one's an 8 out of 10? How dare you? And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm not, like... Animation t- tends to have to work a little bit harder for me. Like, there's, you know, there's a, there's a few that I really hold in high regard, and then, um, you know, the ceiling tends to be a bit lower for animation, where it really has to do something special to make me kind of go, yes. Um, yeah, fair enough. So, yeah. Uh, but no, solid 8. Uh, it's just really good stuff. Um... And if you got ninety minutes and you want a want a heartwarming little story of childhood adventure and uh, you know trying to avoid growing up too soon, then I think this 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 works for you. Less heartwarming if you think they all die at the end. Uh, yeah, but that gives it the dramatic weight. That gives it the the okay. <laughs> now now it's really about something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that undermines the point of the story for me. <laughs> yeah, like oh, no, it does. Like... Well, well, that's the thing. If if you believe this, then the point of the story is completely different. It doesn't undermine it. It's just a completely different point. Yeah, yeah. But you saying there, it, you know, it gives it weight. I feel like that really undermines what the the you know the actual obvious representation. Of, oh yeah, it know, gives it a different weight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it doesn't work in conjunction with the don't grow up too fast. If if you believe they all die at the end, then it's more of a. Um, like they all worried too much and now they're all dead because they let it get to them. They yeah. didn't cope with it. This was this was the this was the opposite I, of coping with it. <laughs> I, I think that's my problem is it doesn't really track with the messaging of the, the rest of the movie. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I'm sure many people have written more in depth uh, things on that theory about the about this being the god of I'm death. I'm sure they and have, the and of, of course, this was just me hearing about it for the first time and yes, and, and you know, gut reaction. Yeah. Uh, but of course, I think most people probably want to believe it's not that because then it's a happy ending and everything's cheery and it's nice and. Uh, oh, you know me. I don't give a shit about happy endings. Uh, oh, I'm well aware of that. Uh, mm. But that is that is uh, my neighbor Totoro. Uh, so uh, that has been 1.21 in flux, and we will be back soon. We will be back. The next episode will be the next half of the top 50 movies of the 1990s, the top 25 of that. Uh, that'll be coming later this week. 
And of course, check out patreon.com slash TV for all the bonuses we mentioned, including the monthly votes, the access to the vault so you can submit films. Of course, you can actually see what the vault list is itself. No matter who you are, you can click on the link in the, in the uh, description and you can see what the list is. But to actually submit films to it, you have to be a patron. Uh, there's other bonuses over there as well, so check out all that stuff. Um, but that is us. So you can support us that way. You can support us uh, by liking, subscribing, uh, dinging the bell, thingamajig, which people need to do now to get always get notifications for the things uh, and you can you know comment and let us know what you think of Totoro and how catchy that damn song is at the end uh, so all, all these things let us know uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies guys and we'll see you next time